Welcome to Girl Scout Phraseology, a mini-series in the Girl Scout Troop Leader Experience podcast where we offer a brief description and explanation of different terms and phrases you might hear in Girl Scouting. Today, we're going to talk about leaders, co-leaders, family and friends volunteers, or friends and family volunteers, and other troop leadership roles. There are many roles that make up troop leadership. Way too often, there is one primary leader who really does pretty much all of these things, and then just has other adults who are registered and background checked to essentially check off ratio requirements in safety guidelines. Sometimes there's a leader and a co-leader or a couple of equal leaders who lead the troop together and distribute or share responsibilities. That could mean that the leader is the primary leader and the co-leader is a secondary leader. Or the term co-leader could apply to all of the leaders who are just cooperatively leading the troop together, which is what my troop does. The way Girl Scouts used to work on the back end is that there used to be one leader who was designated as the point person or the O1 level, and any co-leader was considered secondary, and you could have several secondary leaders or co-leaders, um, and that was the O2 level, but that terminology, that terminology on the back end or what is considered official by Girl Scout staff, has been retired. So for all intents and purposes, leader and co-leader just mean leaders. <laughs> um, but you could use that term co-leader to determine a relative hierarchy in your troop if that's what works for you. So you could be the leader and have a co-leader, or you're both each other's co-leader really doesn't matter. And when you hear other people say it, they use it differently. (laughs) Friends and family volunteers, or O3s, if you want to go by old terminology, um, that is basically an adult who's affiliated with the troop but not considered a troop leader. And that's probably where your girl's parents are, and grandparents, and aunts and uncles, and whoever, step-parents, whatever, Um, That's probably where they're registered. They're adults who are volunteers with the troop and they're registered and background checked, but they aren't troop leaders. So within those designations, leader and co-leader and friends and family volunteers, you can create additional roles. You could have a troop treasurer to manage the bank account and budget and financial paperwork. You could have a cookie mom or cookie manager or product program manager, and that person would manage the cookie sale and maybe also the fall sale. Or you could have a specific fall sale point person and a specific cookie sale person. Chaperones and carpool drivers. Outdoor coordinators, so the people who specialize in planning outdoor programming like hiking and camping and fishing and so on. You could have first aid or safety specialists. You could have event coordinators. You could have specific coordinators for different events um, or in general, someone who plans field trips versus someone who plans meetings and so on. If you have a troop team structure that works really well for your troop or if it's common in your council or even required in your council, 
please join our Facebook group and share the structure that you're using and what works for you and what doesn't so that other people can check out different options and learn from each other. So to access our Facebook group, you're just going to want to go to facebook.com slash Girl Scout podcast and there should be a join group button on there. That's all I have today about the designations of the different troop volunteers and leader versus co-leader versus friends and family volunteer. But hopefully this was helpful and I'll talk to you soon. This podcast is not affiliated with or endorsed by GSUSA. It is completely run by volunteers and girls. Follow us online. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or at www.girlscoutpodcast.com.